This episode of The Fearless Storyteller is brought to you by... Well, this could be sponsored by you. Visit patreon.com forward slash Ethan Freckleton to find the membership option that works for you. Hello, and welcome to the Fearless Storyteller Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Freckleton. Have you ever noticed how fear stops us from creating and sharing our best work? Join the Fearless Storyteller as we explore the heart and soul of writing stories, songs, and scripts that sell with the people who write them. Each guest has their own unique hero's journey and insights into the intersections between limiting beliefs and success. What's my story? In 2007, I was divorced, in debt, stuck in a soul-sucking job, desperate to have a meaningful, fulfilling life, but not sure where to begin. I made a simple choice at the time, to start honoring my yes and to start speaking my no. Consequences be damned. After all, how could my life possibly get any worse? I began the long path of becoming a professional songwriter finding my fearless voice along the way. Now, I'm living my dream life as a husband, father, and professional storyteller. Hello, and welcome to another one of my imperfect takes. It's been a few months since I last delivered one of these, and the idea is in an effort to make sure that my thoughts get out there to you and reach you, that I do it in a way that's uh, kind of like a minimum viable product. And so I'm not going to be focused on articulating things in a perfect way. I'm just going to try to get my message out there. I did have a chance to think about what I wanted to share with you. And what I want to talk about is this question, what is the bare minimum what is the bare minimum I need to do to move myself forward toward my true north? This is something I think about a lot right now. I'm thinking about it on an ongoing basis. Um, as we are dealing with COVID-19, which is not going away, turns out, right? Um, and this is impacting my life. Uh, in several ways right now. I am a family person. Myself and my wife are both self-employed. Thank goodness that we have my mother-in-law who is retired and willing to help out with taking care of our child. Um, but our child is, her life is interrupted as well, yeah, right? Being isolated from friends, not having school, here we are in summertime and our vacation options are limited. And so have this kind of coalescing of conditions where mom and dad, myself, my wife are kind of a revolving door right now of getting our needs met and getting things done. And that's actually true, right? For our caretaking support in our family as well, my mother-in-law. Right? We're all trying to somehow keep our lives moving forward, and we want to keep my daughter's life moving forward as well. 
And so how do I keep my businesses going? I have two businesses, right? Like my optimal life for me is to work 25 hours a week and I've done the math and I've thought about it and thought about to what level I want to experience success, what that looks like uh, in terms of lifestyle and monetary results and all these things. And all of that was optimized for a world without COVID-19, right? And we are, gosh, three, four months into this and can't just keep living in an emergency mode. And so between the revolving door family with work obligations and the reduced bandwidth to keep my businesses going and to even have meet my minimum foundation for my own well-being, um, you know, I've you add in stress around business deadlines and obligations and there's too much going on, right? It's what it looks like is I'm feeling stress and overwhelm and even resentment, and that's problematic. I need to control what I can control. And so here's what I've been chewing on, is how do I stress less, right? How, and my first cut at this, right, is I've been cutting down on my daily goals, my expectations. I'm noticing that if I expect less to get, if I expect to get less done, I'm not as stressed. I don't feel as overwhelmed. That resentment um, that I feel sometimes toward my family when I'm in the middle of working and work gets interrupted and it's a continual thing and I'm not able to drop in deep enough to really get a flow. You know, that's a real bummer. And so how do I avoid that? Well, I can't control the fact that my family's home. I can't control the fact I can't go to an office or go to a coffee shop. All I can control is what my own goals are. And so that leaves me with one choice, which is to work less right now. Um, and that's a difficult choice when, and even scary when I'm a self-employed entrepreneur. And my wife is as well. Thankfully, we're at a place where... Um, She's still fully booked and able to do what she does remotely. And that's, you know, that's a real blessing for us. Um, and me, you know, the, what makes my business work, a lot of it is getting in the flow for writing stories. And there's another half of it, which is, you know, I coach people. And my clients are struggling. And, you know, some people aren't able, can't afford keep doing what they're doing and and have support and you know that has an impact on my business as well now as far as the podcast this is it's not really a huge agenda for it it's partly to be aligned with my world where where I have an identity and where I know I can help give back um, and I'll talk more about that in a little bit but I wanted to share what happened when I started cutting back on my daily goals. Um, I've noticed that I'm starting to have the capacity, the mental bandwidth, the presence um, to clearly see the arc of my own life and my businesses with an eye toward what's working. And also maybe what needs to be shifted or cut. And 
I've been able to start to reconnect with and be thoughtful of my values and intentions for my life, which I've very clearly articulated in the past, but life always serves reminders to get back in touch with choices we've already made. Because choosing or not choosing to actively think about those things, right? Um, in some essence, it's a habit and it's a choice. And so I have a chance to reconnect with my core set of intentions and values for life and work. And having, by taking things off the table for what my goals are, I'm finding a little bit of time and flexibility to examine this. And speaking of time and flexibility, those are two core words that are what's important for my family life. And that's why it was a really a big red flag when I noticed myself feeling an undercurrent of growing resentment toward my family just for being home. It's a huge red flag, right? So the question is, what can I do next? The answer has been, I've decided I need to cut back even more, right? And so I know I need to keep writing, partly because I don't feel good about myself and I'm not as happy. I get grumpy if I'm not creating. So maybe it's not I need to keep writing, it's I need to keep creating. But right now I have obligations. I have a book on pre-order. Luckily, Amazon lets me set the pre-order deadline far enough out that I have some slack right now. So in this past month, um, I've actually been taking borrowing time from writing. I haven't been writing in June, barely at all. And that's what's given me this chance to be reflective. Um, next month, I have to get back to writing. Um, I need to get this story that I'm working on done. And so I need to be diligent about identifying the bare minimum that needs to get done to keep me moving forward toward my goals, at least my obligations. Um, but also because conditions aren't changing anytime soon, I need this to be sustainable. All right. So I've cut back somewhat on the writing, but that's not going away. And I need to cut back elsewhere and right that means the coaching too so my capacity for how many people i can see and how much time i put into growing my business that's reduced so this is where i share that i've come up with an elegant solution for getting toward the bare minimum right remember that the goal for me is to do the bare minimum to keep myself moving forward toward my north star and that's sustaining my quality of life with my choices and my creativity. Right. So I have a podcast. It's a weekly podcast, The Fearless Storyteller. You're listening to it right now. And so far, it's surviving the cut. Right. Like, I really don't want to give that up. I've been enjoying it. There's benefits to it, right? Um, for one, especially now important, is I get to maintain and expand my connection to my community via these conversations I have with my guests and with yourselves. Um, and it allows me to be patient, which allows me to be authentic and grounded and connected with my values. And so I can develop this authentic brand, right? 
not like pushing, 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 and, and banging my head against the wall, right? Against what is outside of my control. I get to be introspective and learn things by talking to our guests. And this is part of my why, is when I think about how to provide a benefit to other people, I acknowledge that I am not the right voice or the right mentor for everybody who's listening. And by having a podcast in an interview format, I have the opportunity to bring out a wide range of guests, each with their unique experiences and messages, right? By listening to this show, you have the opportunity to find the right peers and mentors for you because our journeys are all different and what insights work for us is going to or what we need to unlock our best selves and our make our work comfortable for ourselves and aligned with what we need right there's different answers out there there's a thousand different answers out there there's a million billion even right how do we find our own unique answers and goals and uh, inspiration to keep us moving forward right and I'm trying to help you with that that's what I'm doing with the podcast it's partly for my own growth and connection but it's also an intentional choice to give us all options and so for those of you who are feeling like I could be the right mentor for you to support your growth at this time I want to share about the Storyteller Mentorship Club, and that's related to my Patreon page for the podcast that I'm starting to promote. For a limited number of people, I'm offering accessible, low-cost, one-on-one support for staying encouraged and accountable on your journey. As an added benefit, you're helping me to keep the podcast growing for the long term. And so if that sounds interesting to you, I encourage you to check out my Patreon page. And so that's patreon.com forward slash Ethan Freckleton. And that's E-T-H-A-N-F-R-E-C-K-L-E-T-O-N. Whether you're a longtime listener or just discovering this podcast, I want to thank you for including my show as part of your journey whether you're getting by doing the bare minimum right now or otherwise looking for growth and inspiration related to your storytelling goals, I want you to know that I appreciate you and I'm here for you. So as I continue my own quest to figure out my bare minimum that keeps me moving toward my North Star, I encourage you to reach out for help if that's something you're working on as well. And I can bring my tools to bear as a coach, an active listener, and somebody with encouraging, gentle, calm demeanor. Um, I can help you, and we can help each other. That's it for now. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode of The Fearless Storyteller, coming soon. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Fearless Storyteller. 
As a reminder, any and all links can be found in the show notes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, will you please consider leaving a review? By doing so, you'll be helping new listeners discover the Fearless Storyteller podcast.